to this month's edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. Here with me today is Aaron Garrett, and Aaron is an extension educator with Natural Resources, Environment, and Energy. And today's topic, we're going to talk about home solar systems. Is that correct, Aaron? It is, yes. Wow, I've, I have uh, looked a little bit into solar systems myself, but uh, I am looking forward to uh, hearing what you have to say about these today. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get started with that. So solar power is on the rise. Uh, you may notice solar panels going up in fields or on commercial buildings, but solar may also be an option for you and your home. If you don't know anything about solar power, it can be tricky to know where to start. Aaron, what tips do you have for those of us interested in learning more about solar? If you're just getting started, often the question that many people have is how much is this going to cost and will my investment pay off? And rightly so, that's the question that I had too when thinking about solar. So unfortunately, it's really challenging to put a general cost estimate on a solar system for residential properties. Um, and that's because everyone's home is different. Um, as well as everyone's energy usage. So in general, when we talk about residential solar, um, we're talking about grid-tied systems. And that's an important point to make to start off. Um, a grid-tied system means that your solar panels, your system will be connected into the larger electric grid. So you're not gonna be you know, completely off the grid and self-sufficient. You'll still be tied into that grid. This means that when your panels aren't generating electricity, you'll still be able to pull electricity from the grid. So during cloudy days and at nighttime. Um, but we're going to talk about four easy steps that you can take to size one of those grid tied solar systems for your home. And this is helpful to give you an idea of what you might be getting yourself into before you talk to a solar installer, right? Someone who's going to try to sell you something. We want to have a little background information before we take that step. Oh, that this sounds uh, perfect today. Uh, so yes, the cost of a solar system is often one of the most important considerations. What is the first step we need to take? Before you decide how many panels to put on your home, you need to determine your home's current energy usage. So the easiest way to do that is to look at your past electricity bills to see how much energy you used annually. And that number will be in kilowatt hours. I myself did this just yesterday, um, looked to see how much electricity my home had used the whole year. Um, and we're lucky enough that most of our electric utilities have that information available through an online account, even if you're not keeping your um, paper bills that you get. So what you'd wanna do um, let's say we're, we're using this year as an example, we'd want to look back at 2021 and see how much energy we used across the 12 months. Ideally, if you're able to look back over two years and average the data, that gives us an, a more robust sense of how much your annual home energy usage is, right? Sometimes we have unseasonably hot summers or unseasonably cool winters, and that will help average out those extremes. Um, so let's put some numbers to that. If we say um, in 2020, your home used, you know, 10,500 kilowatt hours, and this year it used 9,500 kilowatt hours. We're doing easy math today. So the average would be 10,000 kilowatt hours for your home. That would be your first step, your baseline step. Um, that number to you might sound really high. It might sound um, right on track, or it may sound low. So I've seen differences 
in the thousands of kilowatt hours between different homes and how much electricity they use. Um, so my home uses more because it's 150 years old um, and it's not really energy efficient at this point, but someone else who has a smaller home um, may have a much less energy burden. So it's very important because that solar system will be sized to your personal home energy usage. So that's the first step. Yeah, those older homes, they can, they can uh, be a little bit of an energy sucker, but uh, they are beautiful sometimes, so. Yes, we're working uh, on it. <laughs> we're working on it. Yeah. So that makes sense. In order to size a system, you need to know how much energy you use. Uh, what's What do we do next? So our second step is to decide what percentage of your annual electricity that you want to generate from your solar panels. Now, that might sound like a weird question um, because a lot of people say, well, 100%, I'd want to generate 100% of my electricity from my solar panels. But that's a common misconception. Um, it won't be cost effective for you to generate 100% of your electricity with your panels. Um, and if you think about it, it it's because your electricity um, demand differs based on the seasons of the year. We already mentioned really hot summers. Um, typically summer and winter um, can produce some of your highest electricity bills. So if you set your goal to generate all the electricity you need during those peak months, you'd be way over generating in the other seasons of the year, okay? And essentially it'd just be money going down the drain. Um, while many utilities do offer a small bill credit for excess electricity you generate, don't be fooled because the rate is very small um, and typically less than the standard rate of electricity. So in general, it serves as just a, a few cents to a few dollars on electricity bill that you get a bill credit back, but you're not going to be making money by over-generating. So instead of aiming for 100% generation, we want to aim between 50 and 75%. Now that number is going to vary again, based on your home. There's different models um, that can help you pinpoint what that percent would be. Um, but that's kind of the general range that we look. So uh, much different than hundred, right? So if we, if we use our example, um, our home that generates 10,000 or that uses, excuse me, <laughs> that uses 10,000 kilowatt hours annually, let's say we want to generate 60%. Okay, then our goal would be to have our panels produce 6,000 kilowatt hours per year. So that's the next step. We found out how much our home uses. Now we want to know how much of that we want to generate. So that's that's step two. Yeah, I was I was among that 100% uh, generation uh, thought uh, as well. And until you said that, and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a, a lot more sense. Uh, so, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, now we've decided how much electricity we want to generate annually. How does that translate into determining how many panels I need? Right, so the next step is to take the amount we want to generate, and we're going to use a simple formula to determine what size solar system we need. So we've been talking in kilowatt hours so far, okay, but solar systems are sized in kilowatts. So essentially what we're gonna do is take the annual kilowatt hours we wanna generate from our panels and we're gonna divide it by a number. And that number is 1,241. Now you might be saying, where did that number come from? Okay, that number comes from three different factors. Okay, so essentially we multiply um, the following three numbers together to get 1241. The first number 
is the number of peak sun hours in a day. Okay, so this is the time when your solar panels would be generating at peak efficiency, okay? In Illinois, the number of peak sun hours ranges between four and four and a half. So for the purpose of this example, I took the average and we used four and a quarter, okay? Um, you can get that number from a solar irradiance map and I'll share a resource to locate that um, in a little bit. We're gonna multiply that number by the number of days in a year, 365, that's easy. And then of course, our panels are going to last for 20 to 25 years on our roof. Over time, their efficiency will reduce. So we're going to account for that by multiplying by 0.8, okay? So 4.25 times 0.8 times 365 is 1241. So depending on where you live in Illinois, or if you're not in Illinois, that number will change, but this gives us a good start, right? Um, so taking our 6,000 divided by 1241 gives us 4.8. That means our solar system would be a 4.8 kilowatt size solar system. That's the number then that you would take to a solar installer and they'd calculate for you the number of solar panels that you would need. Wow, it really is that simple? Now we, we have the system size. Is there any way to get a rough estimate of a cost from this number? Right, so going back to that, circling back to that initial question, it all comes down to the money. Um, and there, there is a general benchmark that we can use. So this comes from the National Renewable Energy Laboratory and they did a bunch of modeling and for 2020, um, they gave a, a cost benchmark that essentially translates to $2,710 per kilowatt of your system. So, right, we said uh, 4.8 kilowatt system, that's going to cost about $13,000. Now, this is just a starting point. It's a general number um, to get you started. Um, and it's good to have in the back of your mind when you're talking to solar installers, because, again, they're trying to make money. Um, and when it comes to the cost of solar, the cost of the hardware of the system is pretty standardized across the industry. But what fluctuates a lot is the installation cost, um, the overhead costs, and all of those what we call soft costs, okay? It's not the hardware. Um, and so, you know, if you had $13,000 in the back of your head, you went and got a quote and they said 25,000, that would be enough to, to put a red flag up, right? Um, so it just gives you that, that starting point to have in the back of your mind. And we always recommend that you get at least two different um, estimates just because those costs can vary a lot. Now that's again, your, your upfront cost. There are lots of incentives available um, that you could get some payback money back from this. Um, and, and again, this is just the starting point. So there's, there's maintenance to, to factor into this as well, but that at least gives you an idea of maybe this is something that is affordable for me right now, or maybe it's something that is not affordable for me right now and gives you that starting point before you, you go and get that official quote. So where can people go to find more information? So a lot of the information that I talked about can be found at the National Renewable Energy Laboratory website. Um, and you can find it at nrel.gov. So that's n-r-e-l.gov. Aaron, thank you so much for all of this information on this uh, amazing topic. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Gavin. And that concludes this month's edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.